You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Joining us right now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, Brian Robbie. He used to play for the Minnesota Twins and the Seattle Mariners. Now he's the coach at Bethel University. He was a star at the University of Minnesota as well, and they just won the MIAC title yesterday. Brian, congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that, Mike. Sounded like it was a crazy game yesterday. You got behind, and then you went on a roll and had the big inning, huh? Yeah, we had a, a couple big innings, and, you know, the crazy part about the weekend for us is we uh, we played three games, and we only pitched four pitchers total. So our, our pitch Are you kidding me? Really good. No, I, I've never seen nothing like that before. We And honestly, the third game, we debated about having our third guy just fin- you know, finish it off, but we, you know, we had our closer kind of ready to go, and he hasn't pitched in a while, so we thought, oh, let's put him out there. And and you know, we're and you know, we're playing. You know, uh, the MIAC, as you know, is a very, very tough league. But it was just one of those weekends where our pitchers were clicking, and and a lot of things went our way that way. So, uh, but yeah, four pitchers in three games, and and uh, you know, in, in the Mayak, we play a seven and a nine. So our pitchers aren't always used to going a full nine just because we always had that seven-inning game in there. So it was, a, it was a fun weekend. It worked out well. So, so these were all nine-inning games? All nine-inning games. And yeah. so you had yep. you had two complete games and, a, and then a third game where you used in a reliever? Where we used one reliever for two innings. So my other guy went uh, a full seven. And wow. My closer came in and threw the last two, and it was over. And, and, you know, when you go to tournaments like this, you're expecting that, hey, Usually you win these by which pitching staff is the deepest. Yes. Because, you know, everybody starts, you know. Yeah, it seems like there's always somebody warming up in the bullpen, doesn't it? Always. Yeah. Always. And we just never had that. Our, and, you know, it just worked out that way. And our pitches for this weekend uh, were really, really good. And, and uh, you know, it worked out very well for us. So it was a very, very fun weekend. Okay, now I know all teams were in the same boat, but you got through this season in what was really inclement, rotten weather in April and, and into May as well, to be honest with you. How did, how did you navigate through that, and, and, and what words of wisdom do you have to other coaches out there about getting through a spring season in Minnesota that is so unpredictable? Well, really what you do is we're used to it, and we deal with it. And, and you know, people always ask that, but, you know, remember, these kids went through COVID, so... Yeah. You know, they, they went through a thing where they had a season taken away from them, and that was probably one of the nicest springs on record early. It sure was. And we couldn't, and we couldn't play, and we couldn't golf. Nobody could do anything. Yeah. And so our kids here, you know, it didn't matter that it was 38 degrees. They were fine playing, and, you know, you just go out there. And we're Minnesota tough. You know, yeah. we're, we're used to it in the spring where, you know, there's some years where it's, you know, 70 degrees right away in, in – uh, in early March, and sometimes it's, you know, 35 degrees like it was pretty much all year this year, all the way through. But you just kind of, play, you know, play through it. Our our field, we have heated dugouts, so it does nice. help us. I think it was, that's more for the coaches, I think, than it is for the players. <laughs> the, the players seem to get through it, but I, you know, try to stand by the heater as much as I can. But, um, but we all have to go through it. You know, the other teams have to go through it. We have to go through it. And sometimes it's just, you know, baseball's that mental game anyway, and you know, sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta, you know, grind through it, and that's kind of what we did. Now up next, you go to St. Louis to play, correct? Correct. Yep, we go to St. Louis. We're playing Wooster is our is our, uh, our first opponent. We've played them before in the past. They're a very good uh, team, just like we are. I mean, there's no question that. Um, and we look at the draw, and everybody says, "Is it a good draw, bad draw?" We're all good. 
everybody's yeah. good. And if we pitch and play like we did this weekend, we're going to be a tough out. I'm going to tell you. And, but you know, from game to game, weekend to weekend, it's amazing. How many times might you watch the twins and they went 12 to one yep. and the next game it's one, nothing. Yep. The other team. Yep. And you're like, what the heck? How can that be? Baseball. Yeah. How can that be? And it's just baseball. It's a, it's just a grind. It's a, it's just unreal how one thing, you know, you're, you're crushing the ball one game and then the next game you can't touch it. And, um, that goes for our guys. It goes for youth players. It goes for major league players. It's just a game. Okay. So, so as long as I got Brian Robbie in line, I got to ask a couple of their baseball related questions. First of all, how's your son doing? He's doing all right. He's down in, he's down in, um, um, with the Brewers low A team out in Carolina and has done very, very well. This past week was a little tough week for him, but before that has been doing, he's been really doing well and, and he enjoys it. He likes to grind. Um, it's a tough business. You know, he's tough, he's learning tough very, business. Very quickly. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like right, right now, in, as, as I knew, and, and he found out very quickly, it's like every weekend, every day he plays is facing the Friday starter in the Big Ten, and meaning yep. that it's the top guy. And these guys are rushing the ball up there, and, you know, a couple guys are throwing, and they're 98, 99. Um, you know, then they bring another guy, and they think, oh, good, that guy's out of there. He's throwing 95, 96. Yep. It's just like, wow, we're and, you know, these are all these, you know, and where are they getting them from? Well, all over the world. Yeah, all over the world. From? That's the answer. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and now up. they've got the spin rate and they've got people that can teach a spin right. rate and, and they're going to keep right. throwing harder and harder. And, and you know, you, you adjust or go home, I guess. But but, but when, as a father, obviously baseball is a very discouraging game for, for all right. fathers, whether your son's playing in the minor leagues or at Bethel or Little League. Right. How do you handle right. that? Because, you, you, you know, you played it so long and you've coached it so long. When he has three bad days, you say what to him? You know, honestly, I try to stay out of it the best I can other than when he wants to talk to me about it. There's sometimes you'll talk to me and he wants it, but a lot of times he's a pro. He wants to keep it. Sometimes you just want to just grind through it and not worry about it because yeah. it is a tough, and I'm going to be honest with you, Mike, and I go all over. I speak to, uh, I do coaches clinics, I yep. do parent clinics, I do all kinds of stuff. And when I speak to them, I try to speak to myself because yeah. it is extremely hard for a dad. And, and Mike, I know you have a son and I don't care if it's your son when at the level he's at, or if it's my son at the level he's at. Everybody says to me all the time, man, it must be awesome being able to watch your son and do it. And most of the time I would tell him it is on the good days. On the good days, on it's the really days, fun. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's you wouldn't terrible. trade it for anything in the world. You know what I'm no, saying? No, yeah, and, and, and the opportunity to look forward. And, and the other beauty of it is you don't know. Today might be that day where it all comes together. And, and, and that yeah. will bring you back to the ballpark every day. But but is there is there a... Uh, if a kid is struggling, is there any, and you got to deal with this with college parents as well. Yeah, yeah. Have you learned anything that, that works best in terms of keeping them heading in the right direction? And yet at the same time, you may see that there are real flaws in their game or their attitude that need to be adjusted. And you don't want to, you don't want to overtax them. And at the same time, you're going, somebody's got to step in and adjust them. The first thing, first thing I try to do always with it is encouragement. And I, and I try to do that. Major League guys, you know, it's funny because everybody would think that, well, these guys are Major League guys. They get paid millions of dollars. They don't know. They need, they need a psychologist the most, I'll be mm-hmm. honest with you. Those are the guys that, you know, when you're facing the stuff that you face, and even for young, young hitters, it's much better, in my opinion, to start with in the encouragement and explain the game to them that this happens at every level. It happens. You know, Byron Buxton can go off and, and for a week hit up 500, and then the next week, he's, he's one for 25. It just happened Everybody to him. Well, you know, last happened? week, he was like one for 12 at one point, you know? 
Correct. And, and, and honestly, what did he do wrong? Nothing. It's the game. It's the game. It's just the game. And, and it's just the way it kind of goes. And, and that's why if the pros can struggle at it, why can't a 10 year old struggle at it? They can. And the first thing is, is, to, is, the, is the encouragement part is the first thing. And obviously the higher up the levels you go, remember at 10, 11, 12 years old, these kids haven't, you don't have a lot of strengths. So we're no, you just don't. And, and you might you be don't. squaring the ball up perfect, and it, it's a slow dribbler to the shortstop, and you did everything mechanically right, except you're not strong enough yet, right? 100%. 100%. And, and that's kind of the battle you 100%. 100%. And, and that's kind of the battle you get to. And that's why you got to have the enjoyment of the game. But that's why a lot of people take their kids out of baseball. Absolutely why they do. And you know what? Yeah. And this is the truth. I don't want to say it this way, but I think everybody can, you can hide on a soccer field. You can hide on a lacrosse field. You cannot hide on a baseball field. hundred percent. In fact, if you, if you're at one of my deals, that's I talk about that all the time. I, I talked that to all the parents and all the people. I said in baseball, baseball is a skill sport. You can't hide in basketball. If you, um, if you're not a great shooter, you're Ricky Rubio and you're dishing the bat, the basketball off and you play defense. Um, in hockey, if you're not a great, great skater, but you're big and physical, it'll put you on defense and you can do some of that. In football, you can't fly. You don't catch the ball great, but you can fly. They put you at defensive back. There's always a spot in baseball where you put them. And everybody says in the movies, right field. Yeah. Well, in a 10, 11, and 12-year-old game, where do all the balls go? Right, right field. field. Because they can't get through the baseball. Yeah. And on some of them, you know, as you get older and they're throwing away, that's kind of what you want to do. But you get where I'm going with it. Yep. So. In baseball, and, and baseball is built on the <laughs> and, game. And, and the ball will failure. find you no matter where you are. The Eventually, ball the ball is going to find you. And if you can't yeah. catch it, you're going to feel bad. And if you strike right. out because uh, yeah. you, uh, you can't hit a curveball, you're going to feel bad. And that's what forces more kids, to your point. I think that's what forces more kids. from the, I think the, the easy excuse is, oh, they're so slow and the game is slow and all right. those things. I think that's the easy excuse, which is a substitute for, boy, I'm scared to death when I get in the batter's box. Well, it's not only that, Mike, and, 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 and again, a lot of it is driven by parents. And yep. when you go and you play other sports and they're a success and they're running around kicking a ball or whatever they're doing, and everybody's laughing and cheering and all that kind of stuff when they're young and say, hey, everybody kind of fits in this thing. Yes. And then you go to a baseball game and it's a team individual sport and there's failure involved. And all of a sudden, sometimes the, the kids, of course, are going to react, but the parents react harsher. Yep. And all of a sudden, it's not fun. It's, it's slow. And at yeah. that age... I always say up until 10-year-old baseball, it's brutal. It's brutal baseball up until 10. At 10, it starts resembling baseball. <laughs> a little and bit, yeah. on the way up, you know. And, and, and you have to be able to stick with it and, and do it. And it is a, you know, the best of the best, best in the world struggle with it. And now you look at batting averages. I mean. 235 the is the average that, in the American League right now. What is it? 235. What, okay. And you know what's funny is I just was going to say 250 right now is the new 300. It's about it. Yep. Yep. Cleveland came in hitting two ninety two, and you just couldn't believe it. You know. Right. Exactly. And that's and that's the point. Now, is that is that a true statement or not? I don't know, but it kind of is. If that's what the (laughs) real average, and these are major league guys. Yeah. I know watching on Zach's team. I mean, there's guys and a bunch of them that are in the one hundreds yet, and you think they can't play. Watch them play. They're freaking dynamite. Just, <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you, and they're hitting 180. You know? I hear you. Hey, we got to let you go, but always great to visit with you. Congratulations, and we'll be following you this week. I appreciate that. Go Royals. You got it. Brian Robbie, head coach, Bethel University, onward. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.